What's going on? What's going on? I hate average podcast back with another week, another episode. I'm excited. Week to speak. We have a great guest. Took a little break, took a little hiatus for the month of February. Only because it's my birthday month and I was celebrating. I was enjoying life. I was celebrating life. I just took some me time just to really just recalibrate what's going on and just take in these past 33 years. Yep, 33 years old. I can't believe it either. But had to celebrate it and really, really take it in. This podcast has really been taken off. I'm excited about the things that's happening. Of course, we still got the event, but I had to push it back being that I wasn't able to talk to you guys to really promote it as much as I wanted to. But we're going to have this event. It's going to be the first week in April. It's going to be in the Bronx. More details will come. Actually, this is coming out the first week in March. Sort of flying should be coming out this same week. And look forward to that. Get ready to buy your tickets. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's not going to be something that's usual because this is not an average podcast. I hate average podcast. So it's not just going to be just come and watch me interview somebody. It's not going to be that. It's going to be interactive and fun. And everybody's going to be involved. So look forward to that. And uh, check out the episode, Yemoya Oshun. And I'll talk to you guys later. All right, everyone, back with another week, another episode. Today I have Yemoya Oshun. I'm really excited to speak with her. Uh, she does some great work with uh, sensual healing. Uh, I'll let her get into more of that. So, Yemoya, Yemoya, I apologize. Yemoya. Um, no, okay. <laughs> so, tell, tell the people how you got started and what do you do? Hi. So, yeah, thank you for having me on. So how I got started um, as a sacred kink goddess, um, really it's been um, my journey. It really started with me just being more comfortable with my sensuality and my sexuality. And then whenever I kind of learned things, especially something like this I'm so passionate about, it kind of also became something I wanted to share with other people. Okay. Um, and it just started with just really um, getting in tune with my own sexual, with my own sensuality, and um, just enjoying life more through the senses is really how it got started for me. So was it just like uh, just having a mindset to just live more freely? Yeah, I would say I had came out of a, a long relationship where um, it didn't, it was really lacking, I would say, a lot of kind of intimacy, I would say. Okay. And when I got out of that relationship, I uh, was kind of seeking something more like work of a connection and things like that. And I wanted to go back to doing a lot of things that I had stopped doing, um, like dancing um, and things like that, things that I really found a lot of pleasure and joy in. And as I started doing that, and I was already doing yoga, and I was already mindful about the way I was eating, so it was just kind of adding more different kind of pleasures into life and just kind of exploring more having that freedom to explore things more it really opened me up to a lot of different things all right so all right so you're on this journey uh you came out of a relationship you're on this journey you start finding more things that you're into finding so when did you start becoming uh start being uh to help people when did you start becoming a healer and when did you start getting information out to people how did that start to 
get more people involved in what you was doing. Okay. Well, I would say I consciously became aware of it when I decided to start studying Tantra. And as I did that, I saw that I really was drawn to working with people through body work, which is okay. like um, using, using healing touch. Okay. And um, also just, um, I just started using like um, my personal interactions with people. I would share information with people through that. Um, I also participate in BDSM, which is another way that I also believe is a very good healing tool as well. So I was able to connect with people through that and um, start doing work on a personal level through that way. And then... Um, I would say, yeah, and then sharing stuff through social media, and then okay. um, really recently is when I really started, um, I guess I'm such a giver in personal life, a lot of it honestly just started kind of like sharing with people just personally, okay. and then taking it, and then uh, taking it to actually like taking on seekers, which is the people that I call that I work with, where it's more of a... Um, more of a business type aspect that way. Wow. So was you was there any uh, apprehension when you first started this journey, or was it just something that you you knew that you needed for yourself? Um, definitely, with dealing with sexuality, it is very apprehensive <laughs> because okay. it's actually something I was like really shamed for in my, my last relationship. I was really considered to be like. I was considered to be a freak, and that was a bad thing, which confused me because I don't know why anybody would think that was a bad thing. But yes. <laughs> I was kind of like, I was, yeah, so I was confused. I was like, I'm, I'm you know, we were married. I was like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. You're married. You can explore. You can do these things, you know. We're not sinning. <laughs> we're not bad. <laughs> but apparently I was wrong. <laughs> well, I wasn't wrong, but that was the perception that was put on me that it yeah. wasn't the correct thing. And so to come out of that, it did, you know, I was, I was, you know, conditioned to feel that it was wrong for so long. And so it was kind of coming out of it, you know, it was kind of like, am I taking a risk here? Am I doing this? Am I doing too much? Um, with I move a certain way when I dance and stuff like that, is that, you know, is that bad? Is that, you know, am I sending an improper message or, you know, wanting to dress sexy and stuff like that? And getting into BDSM, which, you know, can be seen as like this dark, horrible thing. What are they doing? You know, just yeah. as I got in deeper and deeper and deeper to these things, it's like, yeah, is this okay? I don't know. I don't know. But that, that's one aspect but, I think I would, I don't know, I don't think I would ever get into just because you got to really, really trust people. <laughs> I don't know if I trust people like you that. You do. <laughs> you do. But the cool thing about it, though, like when you do meet people that you can trust, and then you always, you can have your limits so you can determine how much trust you want to give somebody um, as far as what you allow them to do. But when you do, it's like such an awesome connection. And then at the end of it, when you see you trusted them and everything turned out good, it is a really good, amazing feeling. It makes you feel good. It gives you like sort of a really good, elevated, like a high type feeling when you do it that I haven't been able to really compare it too much or anything else. It's a, I think for me it's worth it. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's yeah. go back to your like your first time exploring into that. Was there any like uh, 
Did what did was there any like all right I'm gonna do it then stop 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 like was there any like a uh, <laughs> like any fear that you had when you first started getting into that or is just you was just open minded? Uh, when it came to getting into BDSM, yeah, because that's uh, to me I don't it's, that seems very far fetched to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Everybody's like, um, I can definitely understand everybody can be at a different place as far as how open they want to be to it. So I can understand that. And there's so, and the thing about media sim too is like there's so many levels to it as well. So it's like you can, you know, take it at the level that works for you. And, you know, it doesn't have to be on this really, um, you don't have to take it as far as maybe you see what other people are doing if you're not ready for that. <laughs> okay, I see so what you're saying, for, yeah. Yeah, so for me, when I first got into it, um, the very first thing I did was actually, um, like I said, I came out of my relationship and it, it was very, um, there wasn't a lot of touch in it. And I had um, seen something on TV um, that there's a place New York that did like they would teach you how to do erotic massage and they would have like someone there that you could practice on and I was like I wonder if there's anything like that um, in my area and so I googled it and I found a spot that offered it and it was like um, it was a sex positive center and they also offered some other things as well so um, I went I went and I attended an, an event it was kind of like a it was mostly a talk, but they have a demo on impact play, which is basically just using different implements to um, to hit the body with it. It could be like a paddle, a flogger, things like that. Okay. And I went to that, and I was just sitting there, and I thought it was going to be a talk, and I was just sitting there listening to people talking, and they said, no, they started demonstrating it. And I, I was still sitting there, and I was fine. I wasn't freaking out. And then at the end of it, and I was like, wow, I just saw something that was totally new for me. I knew nothing about BDSM before I walked in that door at all. Yeah. <laughs> I had no exposure to it. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And it didn't really flip me out. And I was like, this was actually pretty cool. And like, <laughs> I was like in, it felt like home. And I was like, I don't know, but I love it. And I'm a key <laughs> And I like, I never looked back and I love it. Uh, <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying. So within your work, like, is it something like a client or someone or a seeker comes to you and they tell you some of the issues that they're going through and you kind of like a refer a service to them or do they come to you knowing what they need? Um, at this time, the only thing I offer um, is doing the Tantra body work. Okay. Um, eventually, I want to add other sessions, but right now, I'm just working with the, doing the body work. Okay. And so, basically, what that is, is just using touch and help the person to... Um, it can be... Pleasure is important, and we actually do get healing through pleasure. Um, it's something a lot of us were made to feel guilty about it, like we're not supposed to enjoy things or that we can't grow if we enjoy it. Mm. But pleasure actually is important. So with the person being able to relax and we can have an enjoyable experience and there's nothing wrong with that and it can still be transformational. So it's using touch. I can be in tune with the person as far as what they have going on in certain areas of their body. 
and I can apply touch. I also use uh, visualizations and sound healing as well. And sometimes I can actually like in a certain areas, like sometimes it's just a matter of saying, okay, I know this person has something going on in this area. And then other times I can actually feel like, okay, there's fear in this person's body at this point. And so it's working with that person to help them to remove those types of things so that they have more space and more room for pleasure. Right. So with your, with your studying and with your, um, with your journey with this, what's some of the things, why do you think people are so apprehensive when it comes to their own needs, their own pleasures, their like, uh, sensuality? What, why, why do you think people are so uh, uptight about that? I think a lot of it has to do with conditioning, just the way we've been conditioned in a lot of ways, like I said, to not really like it's not okay to enjoy certain things. If certain things bring you pleasure, um, you should be ashamed about it. I mean, sex itself is something that we're not, not really supposed to be out in the open and talking about. And if you are, you're looked at a certain kind of way or you're judged if you do. So I think that makes a lot of people apprehensive because they are afraid of how they're going to be seen or they're afraid of um, just some of the messages that they've been told that things are wrong. So they're like, oh, can I be a good person if I, if I like this or if I have an interest in this and I want to pursue this? And it's just kind of questioning themselves because of that conditioning. Mm. So is it, so what, when you, came out of your relationship and you became a seeker was it was there someone that you you um confided in or was it was it something just inside of yourself that you said let me just start this journey um i would say if a lot of it was me going in uh within myself to seek a lot of answers and things like that um when i was going through my divorce um there's just a lot of emotions and things that come up in that. And so I would do a lot of meditating. And I also would go to like a sacred space and just kind of be out in nature and just really be quiet and just kind of seek my inner guidance on really what I should do and how I should handle certain things and how to calm myself down considering what I was going through and different things like that. And I was able to get a lot of answers and guidance that way. And that's really what I think we all really have to learn to do is to really like seek within. It's great to have, you know, support, family, friends and everything. That's great. Um, definitely. Um, but I think we also have to know how to like really listen to that voice that we have within us. Our intuition is a really great guide for us. Yeah. So you, you spoke, speak a lot about meditation. That's something for me, I guess, I don't know, in my head, I have a lot of clutter so mm -hmm. in my head. How do you just clear your mind? Like what's, what's like a practice you do? You just, that you're able to just solely just you know, clear your mind and really just sit down and meditate. How, how, did, how did you start that? Because that's something I need help with for myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it definitely takes practice. Um, the way I started was I actually had a friend that gave me a book about it that came with like a, a, 
a CD that you listen to and it would actually guide you through a meditation. And the thing about meditation is like there's not just like one way to do it. A lot of times we think of just having to sit still, close your eyes, and then you just got to shut all your thoughts down. (laughs) And that can especially be hard to do if you have a lot of thoughts or if you are a more active person. It can be hard to even sit still for a long time. So I think for for some people, okay, yes, sitting down can work work for them. And I think other people may need to do more of a moving meditation, like taking a walk in nature, you know, that can be a meditation, just being quiet and just paying attention to your surroundings. That's meditative. Mm -hmm. It is right there. And you'll just see how you can get, um, you know, if you're just kind of looking around and more so noticing, oh, I see a tree right here. There's the sky. Then you're not thinking about, oh, you know, I got to make dinner or, oh, I had a bad day at work. It moves those thoughts to the side. So you can have more, a more of a calm state. So I would say if you can't sit still and do it, (laughs) you can can. still do moving meditation. It's just about making your mind present instead of thinking about like issues or worries, just making your mind present. So about your journey, so you've been, yeah, you started to BDSM, you started uh, learning more and more about your sensuality. And so you say that people are are taught to kind of be inhibited and, and kind of afraid about sexuality. So was you always open, even though you was married and you kind of was, like you said, considered being a freak? What what made you so open from back then? Um, I think when I look at what I was into back then compared to now, it wasn't really much of anything, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was considered a freak back then, but I'm like, whoo. If he really knew what I was up to now, that that was nothing. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I can't say like what made me into the little bit I was into. Um, honestly, I don't really know. I don't really like. I grew up in a household where we didn't really talk about sex. I didn't really get like. I grew up in church, and so I learned that sex was made for a husband and a wife. Yeah. And that's really the only thing I really remember being taught about sex. Because I don't really remember any kind of education about it in school. Maybe I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I just was like, hey, you get married. And then, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. So that's like what I did. And I was like, okay, I'm getting married now. Now we can do this thing that, you know, I don't know what's about. Do. But hey, it should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> And you started and, having too much yeah, fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to explore things. Like for me, it was just about, you know, I just like wanted to dance for them. Just like that, you know. Um, it was just like, hey, you're my husband. Let me put on something sexy and dance for you, you know. And I can't honestly tell you where I got that from. I don't know. TV show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just something I thought was a good idea idea <laughs> okay okay <laughs> and i guess uh yeah. and that, that's what started the that's what started the journey mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so it was just things i wanted to do yeah so have you have <laughs> you have you met people um who kind of 
shamed you, who, you know, people from your family or people from your past who kind of, who know you from back then and do they kind of like shame you now and say, oh, what are you doing mm-hmm. now? What are you, why are you studying this stuff? Um, I am very open, I would say, to social media and stuff like that of what I do. But at the same time, I've always honestly kind of been the black sheep in my family, per se. Okay. I've always been different. And um, so honestly, I'm not really like, I guess, close with my family like that to where we kind of talk and have these conversations about what it is that I'm doing. If okay. they Google me and find me that way, they know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, they don't know. <laughs> uh, and, um, and I guess that's one of the things I do kind of, um, sometimes I have my, my thoughts as far as, you know, just, um, you have those thoughts sometimes it's like, okay, I put myself out there so much as I do. Like I am a kind of a lead by example type of person. Okay. So I do put personal information about myself out there. And, but for me, I guess I just think we need to get more comfortable with our sexuality and it needs to be something that's not shame. So I do go ahead and put myself out there. And if people, whether they're family or not family, if they do have an issue with that, I've just come to the place where I know I have to live my life and I have to do what feels good to me. And I know I'm not doing anything that's harming anybody. So I just have to live and just accept it and go with it. Because I I see so much in this work. I'm really passionate about it. And I see, like, the transformations that can take place in it. And it's just like, I want to hold on to that positivity of it. And I'm not going to let any kind of negativity pull me down from doing this. Definitely. So what would you say to uh, the younger you? What would you say to the younger you? It's uh, a woman who kind of, you know, she, she's not into BDSM, she, but she she just knows she's in. A, she just knows it's more out there. She's she hasn't begun the process of seeking yet, but she knows there's more out there. But she's kind of timid because people, you know, are taught to be inhibited about sensuality and sexuality. So, what would you say to that woman who wants to start seeking but is a little afraid? Or not just that woman, that person. Period. more information about it because you don't have to jump in and start doing it yourself <laughs> i mean we have the internet and there's so many ways for you to find out and google it yeah. so um you can just go and like like fetlife.com is a really good website for that there's so many like groups and stuff like that so you can find people that are interested in a lot of different things and you just go out and like just find out about it that way you can start finding out about it at home you know, you don't have to leave your house you know you're not ready for that too you know <laughs> just do it from the internet and find out about it and then as you get more comfortable and get more information about it then you can start you know like warming yourself up to getting more active with it and like pursuing it more that way i would say okay it makes a lot of sense so let people know how they can reach out to you all of your social media uh all the uh, emails, how they, everyone can reach out to you if they want more information about you and your services. Oh, we broke up on the... 
I couldn't hear you at the last part. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to let people know how they can reach out to you about your services and learn more about you. Oh. Can you hear me? Oh, I can't know. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, can you let people know how they can reach out to you? Um, yes, they can go to my website, y-e-m-o-j-a-o-s-h-u-n.com. And then also I have that same username for my Instagram and my Snapchat. Okay. Definitely. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. You can become a speaker to for my body work services. And I will be adding more to that later, offering more things. And yeah, those are the ways you can find me. Great, great. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. There you have it. That's my episode with Emilia Oshun. A lot of fun. Please, 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 everyone, just check out her information. Hit her up. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, go directly to her business and hit her up. Or others, you could hit her up for online advice. She's definitely open to it. So check her out. Hit her up. Support her. Let her know you heard her on I Hate Average Podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the support that you give my guests. Thank you for hitting them up, um, buying their products, uh, you know, checking out their businesses. Just asking them questions, just letting them know that you're showing interest is very, very important. And I thank you guys so much. Just make sure you let them know you heard them on I Hate Average Podcast. You can also hit them up on Twitter, Instagram, let them know I heard you on that podcast. So, definitely, thank you guys for the continued support of my guests. And again, I want to remind you guys April 7th, save the date. April 7th, save the date. We're having our first event, April 7th, save the date. We're having our first event, first uh, live get-together. It's not going to be a live podcast. I'm not going to just sit down and interview someone. It's going to be a lot more fun than that. So check it out. Be ready, April 7th. The flight should be coming out the end of the first week in March. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for your continued support. Thank you for looking out over the my brief hiatus. I'm going to be on a couple podcasts this month, so look forward to that. Going to be vlogging. Going to get back into writing a little bit. And also, sign up for the email. The weekly emails going out weekly. It's been a lot of fun with that. So go on AverageJ.com. Sign up for the weekly email. So you can stay in contact. And I think, you know what? If you sign up for the weekly email, you get a discount on the event. Executive decision. I just thought of it. Sign up for the email. You're going to get 10% off of the event. So let me know. Please, please, please sign up for the email, the weekly email. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Hit me up on all social media. I hate average podcast on Instagram. I hate average J-A-Y on Snapchat and Twitter. Talk to you guys next week. I'm back!